Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic here with my dog Lucy. Together we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs whose work is inspired by their dogs. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. On this episode, you'll learn about the diverse background that led this woman to create a dog accessories boutique. Hear how she scaled her business through outsourcing and online tools and meet her doodle pups that are by her side through it all. Who run the world? Dogs. Inspired by owner Jeannie North's two doodles, Ripley and Rue is a girl-owned dog accessories boutique with a loud and colorful personality. All products are handcrafted in the U.S. by the R&R team and other talented makers nationwide. Hey, Jeannie. Mm -hmm. Hi, Tori. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited and I, I just love your whole personality of your brand and everything and I can't wait to learn all about it. Yay. So how did you get started with Ripley and Rue? Tell us about like the the kinds of products that you carry and how you even came up with the idea. Sure. So originally started my main product was bandanas. Um, but I wanted to learn how to sew a couple of years ago. That was like one of those trades I never learned how to do. You know, my parents did. And, um, so it was something I wanted to learn to do. I was actually in the midst of, um, a design agency with my husband. We were doing that and I wanted a little break time for me. Um, so I, I have a tendency to pick up new, uh, hobbies all the time. So that was one. I was like, I'm going to get a sewing machine. So let's start doing that. And my dad actually taught me how to sew because oh, <laughs> I, cool. I didn't even know where to begin. Um, Why does but, your dad know how to sew? Well, he's a Harley guy uh-huh. and, uh, he has like the vest with the patches on it, you know? So he always sews like a new patch on whenever he gets that. So that's how he knew how to sew. My mom knew how to sew, but she just didn't have the patience anymore <laughs> to teach me. So, and she, you know, when you get old, your eyes get kind of right. hard to see and stuff. So, uh, that's yeah. So so, cool. Yeah. I love telling that story though, that my dad taught me to sew. But anyways, I started sewing dog bandanas because that was probably the easiest thing for me to start with. And I had dogs. So, um, it was quick and easy accessory for me to start with. Yeah. So the bandanas that you started with were just kind of regular triangles, nothing fancy, like what you're doing now, really? No. And they've progressed a lot. And I actually originally started with, um, twill straps. That was kind of like my signature, uh, I guess you could say move on the the bandana, my rendition of the bandana. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually did that because I didn't know how to sew the long panels of a bandana or I, and I wasn't doing just like a classic bandana. I was doing kind of just a square and then with the straps on it. So that's kind of evolved from there. And then um, I have fluffy dogs. So I didn't like how some bandanas tied in the back and that was kind of a quick and easy closure for me to do. So you just attach like ribbons to the ends basically at the time. Basically. Yeah. Very cool. So, um, you started with bandanas and then what was like the next product that you decided to expand into? Yeah. Bows. Bows were the next one because we had all these fabric scraps. Um, so we're like, well, we should really recycle them instead of just throwing them away. So the remnants basically we make into bows. So we're able to recycle those into the same prints that we use. That's awesome. And are you still sewing all of it? Oh, I don't sew. (laughs) at all anymore. No, I have a team now that sews it. So, um, I, back in February, I think is when I hired them because I was Christmas. It was just like, 
boom, like I couldn't keep up with orders anymore. So it's like, I really need to find someone to help me with this. So, uh, so yeah, it just happened. I worked, I hooked up with another gal that she has like a sewing incubator is what it's called. Um, but basically she's awesome. She's in the tech world and the textile world. And, uh, she happened to start up this project that she wanted to employ, um, like stay at home moms basically that nice. didn't really have anything to do. So she hires them, um, in her little, uh, sew um, studio and then they sew for different people. And I'm one of their main companies that they sew for. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. Um, yeah. how, many, how many people are there working on your products? Um, usually about three people during the week. That's so cool. And then maybe during the holidays, it ramps up or something. Probably more. Yeah, we we're preparing for that now. So yeah, (laughs) was was last year your first holiday season in business? Yes. Oh, wow. My very first one. Mm -hmm. So what, uh, what was that? Like, what did you learn going through that craziness? Um, probably just to prep a little bit more instead of, you know, most of our orders are um, made to order basically. And they already take a long time, even with the team, um, just cause we don't get to prep everything before, but now we're just kind of starting to prep and me getting the designs. So I design everything still. And then I send it down to them, all the text or the textile specs and, and they do that. So we're just preparing a little bit more, but really, I don't know if you can <laughs> for Christmas you just don't know how it's going to go. So, right. But you've had yeah. like a little bit of time. Maybe you know what patterns people lean towards or. Yes. Yes. Like there are some, there are prominent products that people like more of. So keep and, more stock of that. You guys do a lot of personalization, right? Yes. Yep. So that you can't really work in advance on. No, we can make the bandanas ahead of time and the hoodies, but just putting the printing, the names on them and everything that comes later. I used to have a couple of different Etsy shops and anything I did personalize for people love. Um, but my personalized bandanas are probably the most popular for sure. And I just came out with the hoodies, um, just like a month or two ago. So those are just starting to kind of get more following. Very cool. So, okay. So I'm interested that you had Etsy shops before. Tell us like what, what all have you done? You seem to have an interesting background. So (laughs) what did you do before you were a dog mompreneur? (laughs) Yeah. Well, my first business was uh, making hula hoops. (laughs) (laughs) I was a designer hula hoop maker. I used to live in uh, California, just south of San Francisco in in Pacifica. It was like a beach town. And I started making hula hoops um, because it was kind of a trend then. uh, But we just like to go to the beach and hula hoop, which sounds really cheesy. But yeah, I would sell those on Etsy. Um, I've also had a design and print store on there where um, I use I do anniversary prints for people with their their photo and their lyrics and like uh, to their first song and overlay that and things like that. So design stuff. And then my husband and I, like I said, we had a design agency um, where we did web development and graphic design too. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. So you have a very distinctive visual identity for Ripley and yeah. Rue, I think it's like really bright and colorful. So did, did your husband and you kind of do that all together? Did you do it all on your own? You know, what was the inspiration? Cause it's like a rainbow explosion and it's yeah. <laughs> so fun. 
Good, good. Yeah, that's my goal to always be very bright and colorful. So you can make the distinction between me and another shop because there's so many shops now. Yes. Like when I started, maybe there was only a handful and now there's tons. So yeah, I, I definitely want my brand to st- stand out. But no, I worked on all of that myself, my husband. Whenever I get this idea, he's like, all right, you go for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love your, your logo and everything. It's really cool. Thank you. And then have I spotted, I'm not sure maybe this is wrong, but do you have a mobile boutique? Yes. Yeah. That was my big idea for the summer. Uh, It's called a mobile potique. Of course. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, I ended up getting a trailer this summer and then we got it wrapped and that's what I take to events with me. I wanted to go to cities kind of around, but we're going to have to wait till next year because it was just too busy for the online side for me to get out more. So. Yeah, that's a big undertaking. Yeah. So you have—is it like a, a little van that you can drive, or is it a trailer? What is it? Yeah, it's a cargo trailer. Okay. Um, so pretty much decked it out, and it has an awning on it, and then you can open it up, and that has like shelving and hangers and all that, and then I bring racks in front of it too. So. It's kind of a fun shopping experience. Yeah, it's so fun, yeah. especially because you have stuff for dogs and for dog moms. So I do, yeah. What what yeah. kind of events have you been taking the mobile potique to? Um, well, pretty much local events. I actually, um, I I actually host a lot of the events in Omaha too. I um, I think you kind of saw you followed me on Instagram on Omaha.dog, but that's actually. Uh, while I was doing my design agency, I actually um, had a startup with my best friend, and it was called Omaha.Dog, and we um, we listed dog-friendly businesses and events in Omaha, and then we were going to go nationally, but we ended up getting burnt out because we were doing community and uh, online and trying to get fundraising for the company, and we got burnt out. But, uh, but yeah, so I was also doing that as well. So when you had the Omaha.dog and you guys were organizing events in Omaha, that's is that when you kind of got the idea to have the mobile boutique? Yeah, yeah. So we had done tons of events. We do Growloween and like pop-up dog parks and things like that. But yeah, I saw an opportunity. I brought Ripley and Rue a couple times to them. Um, and it was just kind of a hassle to bring all of your stuff and pop up the table and bring all of your product every time. So then it was helpful just to have the trailer. I, one of my best friends has, um, a mobile fashion boutique here. Um, and hers is an actual like truck and she just like pulls up to an event and she's ready. And I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. Cause I like spend, you know, hours loading my car up with product and then getting it all out and everything. So, uh, the trailer is much easier. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's so awesome because we do have fashion um, trucks, mobile fashion trucks here in Pittsburgh also. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'm way more inclined to buy things for Lucy <laughs> than to buy things okay. for myself. So um, yeah. I would lo- I would love if we had a mobile dog boutique. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So yep. um, when someone comes up to your mobile boutique, what is like the first thing they always grab or that makes them smile because you have some really cute sayings on everything yeah definitely the the dog bandanas my my signature ones with all their fun sayings on it um people really like in omaha specifically like the human apparel though like Uh my dog mom shirts and dog mom hats and um so they love that but yeah probably the funny sayings on the bandanas catch people kind of off guard and i have some risque ones too 
Right. Like you kind of pointed out. So yeah, I know. I love so some of them, of course, you have like your signature saying, which is who run the world dogs, which is Beyonce inspired Um, dog mom AF and then throw the effing ball. But it's spelled out. But I don't want my podcast to be labeled as explicit. So we'll just abbreviate it. Um, So those are like kind of edgy sayings to put on your dog bandana or, or, or to wear out. So do you think people like kind of the more fun edgy sayings rather than, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's very heartfelt, but it's maybe like not as edgy as like a young dog mom really wants to wear. Right. Right. Yeah. I think with all of those products, especially, and especially you didn't say that I don't have the dog mom AF one. I have oh. an AF line. I have an AF line though. Oh, okay. The hand, handsome AF. And, uh, maybe that's uh, what I saw. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And that did great. Um, no one else was doing the AF line for dogs yet when I started and it was a huge hit. Um, but also the, I can't have kids. My dog is allergic was huge. Um, I basically, these products like catch people off guard and you always have like a conversation piece with them. So I think that's what people like. And then also for, for the gram, you know, for Instagram. Oh yeah. I, there's this card (laughs) that I saw. I love looking at like little cards at, at little gift shops and things like that. And there's Uh this one that I made my sister buy because I had like buyer's remorse as soon as I left the store. And it said, I'm thinking of having a child, but I'm not sure which breed is best for my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) And that totally Totally. reminds me of your shirt. (laughs) Yep. 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 People would like my husband and I don't have kids. We have our two dogs. So people would always ask us, you know, when are you having kids? I'm like, yeah, probably not. And so that's where that shirt was inspired from. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So, um, so you seem to be like really up for new experiences with the dogs and, um, taking chances and things like that. Have you guys gone on any fun trips or, or done any adventures with Ripley and Rue that really stand out as being awesome? Um, you know, we haven't taken too many. Well, actually I take this back. We did take a cross country trip with them when Ripley was young and we went to, um, California because that's where my husband's family is. Um, but he lives just South of Tahoe, but anyways, it was a very long drive during Christmas and thank goodness we're going there this year, but we're not driving. (laughs) That's like a 24 hour drive. But, um, anyway, so one year we went and, uh, this was two years ago and we actually got stuck on, um, what is on Donner's pass, uh, which, you know, the story of the Donner (laughs) <laughs> but we got stuck up there for eight hours and it was funny cause like we had like no food or anything. We're like, Oh no, the dogs. <laughs> but anyways, it was fun. Uh, yeah, they were like freaking out in the car and they're like, okay, it's time to leave. It's time to leave. But, um, besides that, no, I think when we first had Rue, we went up to Colorado and I had heard Colorado was a really dog friendly place. Um, and we happened to go hiking and then we were, we went to Pearl street, which is like a shopping place down there. But people said that it was super dog friendly, but it ended up being, you couldn't even have your dog on this area of like a little brick shopping area. And it was like a $200 fee or something like that. Um, so that's kind of where I got the inspiration for Omaha dog. And I was searching for dog friendly places and where to take her on a patio and stuff. And I couldn't find anything. There wasn't any good resources or anything like that, but um, so that's where the inspiration for. Yeah. The dog. Oh, what so, a great idea. So what yeah, are some yeah. of, what are some of the best places that you have discovered in Omaha that, um, that you put on the site back when you were doing it? 
Yeah, well, um, I think people are always interested in patios, first mm-hmm. and foremost. And I think with a lot of cities, they go through the, the legal issue of the health department and things like that. And Omaha just went through a huge transition of that. So we went from having like hundreds of dog-friendly patios to only a few because now they have to have a permit and go. So we had a huge thing about that. But um, but yeah, most like shopping places, boutiques and things like that, you can bring your dog into, which is pretty cool. Um, and we're supposed to be getting a couple indoor dog parks soon. And, oh, yeah. that'd be very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. So do you, um, do you often take out both dogs with you when you're running errands and shopping, or can you only handle one? I usually just take one. And I heard it's good for them to have alone time, you know? Probably. Like special, special time, but yeah. Special time with mommy. Yeah, unless my husband's with me now. We just take the one. <laughs> is there is there one who gets to come more often? Because what, what other ages? Tell us about Ripley and Rue. Yeah, so uh, Rue is three, and she's a golden doodle, um, and then Ripley is two, uh, and she's an Aussie doodle. They make life interesting. <laughs> How did you choose to get those breeds? Well, it's funny because I never wanted a dog, and in my adult life, I had a um, dog growing up, and I loved that dog, but my husband wanted the dog as soon as we got a house. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm like good with our cat. You know, I don't think we need a dog. And so every day he'd ask me, he was like, did you see a dog today? And I was like, no, I didn't. And that was the way from him to like subliminally say we need to get a dog. But anyways, I ended up seeing a friend of mine had a golden doodle. uh, And I just thought it was probably the cutest dog I had ever seen. So I was like, okay, let's get this one. (laughs) Yeah, because they're like little Muppets. They're so cute. Yeah. They're pretty adorable. That's so funny. That's so so funny. you you've not been like a crazy dog mom for years. This is kind of a recent thing. It is, yeah, yeah. So, I was actually a cat person, so crazy. <laughs> so what what have you discovered about the crazy dog mom community that surprised you, if anything? Hmm. Um, I guess I probably more surprised myself how much I really you know, care about my dogs. Like it actually gives me anxiety to leave them with someone else or be away from them for a certain amount of time, which sounds crazy, but I think to a dog mom, they can relate. So I can totally uh, relate. Yeah. I mean, I work from home and, um, I guess you do too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you're with them like all the time and, um, you guys spend just hours together and it's just nice to have their company. Totally. Yep. Yep, I couldn't imagine the workday without them. So, <laughs> so do you guys yeah. have like a, a daily routine um, that th- the dogs make you stick to? We definitely go on our daily walk, and that's good for me, especially when you're working from home. You kind of get like stuck in that working, and maybe sometimes you don't leave your pajamas. You know, <laughs> so uh, that really helps me get up for a routine to go take them for a walk. Um, other than that, no. I mean, we go, we hang out in the backyard for a little bit too, take breaks. We don't have like daycare or anything like that. But yeah. Well, at 5 p.m. exactly every single day, Lucy comes to me to get her dinner. She knows exactly when it's 5 p.m. Oh, okay. So really? <laughs> yeah. So if I'm doing, no matter what I'm doing, she is on it. <laughs> That's good. I feel like they think it's five, probably like four times a day. So they'll go over to their bowl. They're like, "Is it time?" I'm like, "No, no, it's not." <laughs> 
Yeah. So um, day in and day out, what kind of work are you doing to keep Ripley and Rue up and running? Are you like coming up with new sayings or new products or is it a lot of technical stuff like keeping the website up and running? What's what's the majority of your time spent on? Yeah, all of that. <laughs> all of that. Uh, like I said, I don't sew anymore, but just because I don't sew doesn't mean I don't. I'm, there's a lot to do. There's so much to do. I, I basically do all my admin, my accounting, um, of course, the designs. And that's just kind of comes whenever I have time. I love to come up with new designs all the time. Um, but then I also ship all the orders and I print on them um, in customer service and talking with our customers and Instagram is, you know, you wouldn't think Instagram would take a long time, but it actually takes up a good chunk of my day, you know, posting stories and, um, communicating with people. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much all that. I need an assistant for sure. (laughs) (laughs) One that doesn't have four legs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you're spending time on Instagram, you mentioned stories. Like what kind yeah. of stuff do you post on stories that seems to get a great reaction from people? Um, you know, I like to show me working, um, me doing the designs and creating and things like that. I think people enjoy seeing where their, the product comes from. And I think they relate to me more too. I, I try to show a Ripley and Rue and I sometimes too, so they can see who the, the women are behind the, the company. But um, yeah, I, don't, I guess I don't have a set story. I just kind of do um, what I feel people would want to see, you know? Yeah, just play yeah. around and have fun with it. Yeah. Because your brand's all about having fun, so. Totally. Sense. But what we do all the time. <laughs> so what other kind of tools do you use to keep your business running? Because you, you are like a one-woman show other than, you know, you have the sewers who are making things. Mm-hmm. But um, to keep track of your website and your accounting and marketing and just content calendars, like what kind of, what kind of online tools or maybe not online do you use yeah. to keep track of it all and make it work? Yeah. Uh, well, for website is Shopify, which um, is great because it pretty much integrates into everything now. Um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and my accounting, and then I use QuickBooks for accounting. Um, and then for Instagram, I actually use Later, which is um, a really cool tool that you can schedule your posts and then also lay them out. So if you wanted to arrange them to see how to make a pretty feed, then you can uh, schedule and lay out your um, posts like that. So I really enjoy that tool. Yeah, I've yeah. played around with that. I'm on their email list, and they send out like oh, yeah. really great tips and tricks that you don't have to have their service to always use. I just like just yesterday I downloaded two new editing apps that they recommended. One of them was called Overlay and you can put like really pretty text over top of your photos. Um, oh cool. Just within this app. So there's just like an endless variety of things. <laughs> there is. And there's so many design things too, but I just I use Photoshop and Illustrator. That's just my design background. So I just go back to the the classic tools, but there are a lot of great apps out there too, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. great that you have such a, a diverse background of making things and graphic design. It seems like you sort of have your finger on the pulse on everything. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, not every, there's definitely some weak points, but, I got, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you do a great job. Um, so where where do you look to for inspiration to come up with all of your fun sayings? Because, like, 
who run the world dogs is just so mm-hmm. simple and when you see it you're like why didn't i think of that so like where where do you look for these things or does it just come to you in a dream or while you're watching tv or something yeah actually well that's kind of half of it some i'll see something that triggers something to me and i have on my phone the notes like i have this really long thread of ideas and some i don't even go back to but a lot of times if any time I think of something, I have to write it down right away so I remember it. But uh, the Who Run the World Dogs, I actually saw, I follow a lot of like girl boutiques mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of um, them saying Who Run the World Girls and I'm like, well, I mean, do- I'm in the dog industry and I think, I mean, dogs run my life. So that, that's, I was like, yeah, I mean, I love it. Um, but actually before that, I did Fur on Fleek. Uh, <laughs> that was kind of our motto in the beginning and then, uh, I noticed other people kind of picked it up and they were using it too. And I was like, well, maybe we need something a little bit more adult and on fleek is kind of a trend. So, uh, <laughs> so that was our new, our new motto now. Your 2.0 motto. Yeah, 2.0, right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so um, one question that I ask all of my guests on the show is what kind of personality traits they share with their dogs. And so many of us spend so much time with our dogs that I think we kind of meld into one person. <laughs> so um, what what are some of the traits that you share with Ripley and Rue? Yeah. Um, well, I think we all like to nap a lot. So now they're just <laughs> napping right here. Actually, no, I'm not a napper at all. And I actually think it's like the worst thing I could do is nap. Like it, because that's wasting my day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we we like to get out and exercise a lot. Um and man, this is a good question. Uh, we both like to dress, you know, to the nines, you yes. know, get yeah. out and look nice. So I like to dress up. Yeah, <laughs> we like to dress up. I mean, they didn't say they like to, but right. Well, and all the attention that comes along with being dressed up. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. the best part. <laughs> yep. Usually, it's followed by treats or some cuddles or something like that. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's true. Yep. And we like food. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, holiday is coming up. So is there anything that people should keep an eye out for from Ripley and Rue? Any exciting holiday products that they should put their orders in now for? Ooh, well, we haven't launched them yet. Okay. Um, but yes, we are coming out with, uh, an awesome like Christmas line. And then also I'm coming out with a bohemian line of, uh, bandanas and collars, which should be really fun. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always working on something. We have new releases all the time. So, um, yeah, just check, check our Instagram. That's, that's where we post most of our stuff. So So tell everyone what, um, what your Instagram handle is and the website and like the best way to find you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Instagram where is where we are mostly. So at Ripley and Rue, um, Facebook is Ripley Rue slash Ripley Rue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can contact us through the website for sure. Uh, Ripley and Rue.com. And yeah. Yeah. And if anyone's in the Omaha area, they can look up for a little pop-up shop somewhere. Yes. Yes. We don't have an actual storefront, but, um, can definitely catch us on a couple holiday boutiques. So very, very fun. Well, thank you yeah. so much for sharing some time with us and, and telling us about the story of your brand. It was awesome to to hear about it, and I'm sure it's inspired some other dog moms out there too. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. 
You can fetch show notes for this episode at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, Lucy and I will see you around the dog park.